morning. I'm John Pinecker with Mojave Valley Daily News. This is your daily dose for Wednesday, February 24th. Hump day. Hump day. All right. Um, daily dose is brought to you by the Tri-State Radiology Center at Fort Mojave, Arizona. The Tri-State Radiology Center is an American College of Radiology accredited facility. Tri-State Radiology serves the Tri-State area and now accepts Medi-Cal. Our professional staff is here for you and will work with the healthcare providers in the community to help take care of your health. Remember, at Tri-State Radiology Center, your image means the world to us. All right, we got a lot to get to. Goofing around, Jeff. We got a lot to get to, all right? We got a lot of news. So put on your seatbelts and uh, let's check it out. Uh, Let's start with our top story. Radios will aid fire agencies' communication. Uh, This is a wrap-up of the fire board meeting yesterday. Uh, One of the things that came out of it is that the uh, three area fire departments, and here in the Arizona side anyway, the Bullhead City Fire, Fort Mojave Mesa Fire Department, and Mojave Valley Fire Department have entered into an agreement to purchase some radios and radio equipment, some portables, um, all that. they have a federal grant that will pay 90% of the cost of it, but each of the departments will have to pick up their uh, remaining 10%. Um, the full worth of the entire uh, project is 804000 uh, but it looks like Bullhead Fire will have to pay about 31000 and then um, the other two stations will have uh, significantly smaller costs for them. Other things that happened, they uh, announced that the Station 2 rebuilding project have they've awarded the pre-construction agreement um it's about a forty-six thousand dollar contract uh they've awarded that it's kind of the first part in locking in the contract for the actual construction of fire station two that's the one across from community park up here near the chamber of commerce they also uh chose uh red sky ambulance to provide a new ambulance for fire station six um they got a grant that will uh, uh, eat up a big portion of the cost of it. How much do you think a new ambulance costs, Jeff? Oh, I would say 100000 at least. Yeah, well, you're not even close. I guessed. Yeah, you guessed off quite a bit. $216,000 for a new ambulance. It's amazing, huh? But uh, So Red Sky wasn't the lowest bid, but they, they were about $2,000 more than the lowest bid. But um, their ability to provide this ambulance quickly and uh, they said that there's some, uh, there's a quote, higher quality medic compartment construction. So, um, so that, that's cool as well. All right, we have an update on a fire. Um, Jeff's gonna show you some video that, we, uh, that he shot a few days ago, uh, late last week. It's a fatal fire. It was in the 2900 block of La Paloma Drive. Um, you see here, there's the victim's daughter. There's the fire. Uh, when uh, the update that we got is when uh, the fire department arrived, it was already 75%, approximately 75% involved. Um, they couldn't gain entrance because of the uh, the damage and the and the spread already. They've uh, done some preliminary investigations, and it appears that the uh, gentleman that that passed in there um, had a home had oxygen at home and uh, a combination of that and smoking inside the house they say contributed Um, they don't know yet if it actually caused the fire but it contributed to the spread Um, 
there's a whole story in here, and I know Jeff's going to be posting something later on it uh, that was released from Lori Viles over at the Bullhead City Fire Department about um, smoking and oxygen and all that. Um, it appears that if somebody uses oxygen, according to the according to the information we received from them, if somebody uses oxygen, it is now an oxygen-rich environment. So any fire that happens, whether it's smoking or um, you know candles or whatever, uh, it's a much greater chance that the fire is going to spread faster. Um, we all know how it is when the uh, when you introduce more oxygen in, to a fire, how it how it uh, explodes up. So um, it appears that that contributed to the spread of the fire. Whether that caused the fire or not, we don't know. So please read this story. Uh, there's a lot of great information in it about uh, home oxygen and, and smoking and that. Um, but we've also got something coming up later to, uh, to show you on that. Bristol named chairman of Wormsey Board of Trustees. There you see uh, over here is Sean Bristol. In the middle is Artie Loxman, and there's the Wormsea CEO, Michael Stanger. Uh, three awesome people. Um, that's my opinion, but I think they're awesome people. Artie is the outgoing uh, chairman of, uh, of the, um, the Wormsea Board of Trustees. Sean Bristol is the incoming uh, uh, chairman. And then uh, Michael Stanger, obviously, is the CEO over there uh, at the February meeting. Artie Loxman, um, after three years as the chair, stepped down. Sean Bristol was named to the new chair. And John Jones, another uh, well-known person in the community, another good guy, uh, was named the vice chair. Michael Stanger will serve as the board secretary. I just wanted to point out uh, one of the things. Sean is the chief advancement officer at Mojave Community College. He was down here at Bullhead for a long time. Now he's dealing mostly up in Kingman. But we get the opportunity to see Sean every once in a while in our community. And, um, but what Sean uh, wanted to say in here was, I'd like to share my gratitude to the entire Warm Sea team for their perseverance and compassion during the pandemic. Their continued effort to provide the best possible care often comes at a personal cost, which I think is something we a lot of us overlook is the personal cost of these people putting in these crazy hours. As I hear story after story of individual employees going the extra mile, it makes me so proud to be associated with such an amazing team. So congratulations, Sean Bristol. All right, we got another update for you, another video. Uh, Jeff the other day posted a video live of him out at a uh, police um, uh, a SWAT team uh, thing out on Southridge Avenue. You got that video, Jeff? So he showed during this, he had mentioned during the, uh, during the time of the, uh, there was one suspect had been taken away. The uh, SWAT team in the Bullhead City uh, Police Department was there serving a uh, uh, warrant on a drug, possible drug uh, house. Um, they arrested Anthony Esposito. They also arrested, you see them taking away the, uh, the puppy there. That's puppy. also the evidence case they're taking in. Oh, yeah, taking the evidence case in. Well, they went out there and they searched to uh, um, check for drugs, and uh, we said they, they arrested Anthony Esposito of Bullet City. They also arrested Christine Bridenbaker. Um, that was in the 3200 block of South Ridge Avenue. But while they were uh, 
going through the house, gathering up uh, the drugs, they found a several items that had been reported stolen in a wave of vehicle burglaries in Bullhead City, primarily in the Desert Foothills neighborhood. Uh, so they have now been charged with um, with uh, some burglary charges as well. Um, so things are not looking good for those two. We have another uh, we have another police report here. This is something Jeff worked on yesterday. This is over at the Family Dollar here at the at 1100 block of Highway 95. Let's see what you got. There's our guy. Bullhead City Police were called to the Family Dollar store in the 1100 block of Highway 95 on Tuesday for a shoplifting in progress. Apparently the uh, gentleman that you see there took off. Um, police were able to locate him almost immediately and uh, and charged him with um, shoplifting. He also, I think I heard during the video, there was some warrants out for him as well, Jeff? Many. Yeah. So he, uh, <clears throat> if you, I got to show this picture that we have in the paper because... I love this picture. You see the picture of him, handcuffed and up against the wall there with his neck tattoo showing. And what I thought was the uh, interesting part about this is he has a cross hanging around his neck. How nice is that? Uh, we've got a QR code there if you want to go and check out the video. It's on our YouTube page as well. Uh, you can go see that. I'm mean, on our Facebook page. All right, moving along. Moving along, moving along. An audit finds no problems with Arizona election equipment. Um, doesn't really mean anything. All it says is that they did an audit on the Arizona election equipment. Two independent audits uh, found that there is no modified software, malicious software, or incorrect counting equipment, and none of the computers or equipment were connected to the Internet. However, that did not stop the Arizona Senate, the Republican-led uh, Arizona Senate, who... Uh, is still demanding that the county, Maricopa County, turn over the vote counting machines and 2.1 million ballots so they can audit them themselves. So there's been many, many uh, challenges to the results, and every one of them have failed. Um, they've shown over and over again that the uh, everything functioned exactly the way it's supposed to, but the Arizona uh, Senate has decided that they still want to move forward with it. Um, According to the uh, the Board of Supervisors there in the county, it's illegal for them to turn it over um, per, by state law that the state legislators put in themselves. But the state legislators are saying, no, that, that state law applies to the public, not to them. So this is going to go to court. and We'll see. Um, we got a lot of stuff going on in sports. First, let's talk the uh, Tiger Woods story. So I think by now most everybody knows that Tiger Woods was seriously injured in a crash yesterday morning. Uh, yeah, Jeff's got some, some video of it here. Um, he, as of this morning, he had uh, been out of surgery and, and they had dealt with all the issues and he was, he was getting better. Um, not sure as of uh, this morning if he's gonna be able to walk again. Um, if he'll ever be able to resume his golf career again. Apparently he was uh, in the car by himself, uh, traveling down a road down in, high, down in uh, Southern California. Yeah. Real quick, John, I want to show you, this is where they actually get his golf clubs. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Those are worth some money. Yeah, they are. 
and they've been through some trauma, almost as much trauma as my clubs have been through just seeing me golf with them. Um, so he was, uh, they, just, they said that he hit the median, um, crossed the uh, oncoming traffic, and, um, and rolled several times off there in the grass there and, and uh, got banged up pretty good. So uh, he had two broken legs, and he also had a fractured ankle, shattered ankle, and two leg fractures. So the leg fractures are something, including one that was a compound fracture, which means it broke the skin. So the leg fractures are one thing, but a shattered ankle, you know, there's a lot of work that goes into uh, hitting the ball. And his arms are worth the most money, more than his legs. Still got to be able to twist on there and shift your weight. All right, we had a big day in uh, in sports for the high schools as well. Both of the uh, Mojave high school uh, soccer teams, the boys and the girls, uh, won their games against River Valley yesterday. Uh, let's start with the girls. Uh, it is Foster. Boy, I had all this stuff, and then I started looking at other news and. Yes. Skylar Foster, senior Skylar Foster for Mojave High School. She had a hat trick, and a bunch of other girls added to it, um, and they beat the Dust Devils 8 to nothing. This is their fourth shutout in a row, so maybe the, uh, maybe the athlete of the week should be the Mojave High School uh, girls uh, goalkeeper, Samantha Alcott. Um, so four shutouts in a row for them. Um, that's awesome. They moved to four and two, so they lost two games and then they shut out their next four opponents. So congratulations to them. Um, and then the boys beat uh, River Valley ten to two, um, and they were led by Logan Burgess, who scored four goals. So a pretty nice game there. Apparently, he uh, turns it up a notch when you're playing against the Dust Devils. And we also got this nice big picture here. It's a great picture. Um, it's contributed, so I don't know who took it, um, of the Kingman Academy boys basketball team walking off the court. And you see in the background where it says Tigers 48, guest 70. That guest was uh, the Malk boys basketball team. That was not last night, but the night before. They beat Kingman Academy 70 to 48. To raise their record to 15 and one, um, use same usual suspects. Josh Neal scored 18 points and grabbed 12 rebounds. Lucas Leslie added 17 points and Aiden Honiger contributed contributed 10. Uh, they will host Ash Fork Thursday night. So, congratulations to them. And then we got one more sports thing to show you. Last night, the Mojave High School girls basketball team. Uh, played against Mingus Union. Here we have a nice picture of uh, Kayla Cotter. She's a freshman. Let's see how well you can see that, but there's a nice picture of Kayla Cotter. Uh, they had a, uh, a big win over Mingus last night. They won 54-52. They moved to 8-5. and five. And listen to this. Alyssa Heath, who is our Athlete of the Week three or four weeks ago, Scored 37 of the 54 points. Isn't that crazy? Um, Hannah Burgess, another Burgess. Apparently one Burgess was dominating in soccer. The other one was dominating the boards. Hannah Burgess grabbed 13 rebounds for the Mojave High School girls basketball team. So congratulations to them. 
Uh, and weather, beautiful day today. Again, just like yesterday, it's supposed to be close to 80, uh, sunny, and, uh, and great. So get outside and do something. Today we also have our health and wellness directory. If you're not familiar with it, it is just that, health and wellness. So um, if uh, it's a great thing to hold on to and, and put away if you're looking for labs or massage or hospice or family practice or ear, nose, and throat and dental and cancer support, it's a great publication. So put that near your phone. If you're looking for Roma tomatoes, Smart and Final has them. I knew that was coming. Two, pound, two pounds for a dollar, man. Get on over That's there. That's a great price for tomatoes. All right, little Arby's, little Safeway. Let's get to the next thing here. Laughlin Times. Uh, we had a lot of questions about this. Second dose to be given March 3rd and 4th. So the people who had their first dose over at the Aquarius uh, back in January, uh, when they now have a scheduled time, there was a delay on those, just like there was everywhere in the country, a delay on getting the second uh, vaccine, um, but they have it scheduled now. It's it's March third and fourth from 9 a.m. till 4:30, or as long as supplies last. You still got to go in and uh, set up your appointment to do it. Um, we have the link. It's too long to mention it here, so we have the link. Just go to our go to the, uh, our uh, web page, and you'll you'll see it on there. Um, but. It was at the Aquarius last time. This time, it's at the East Center at the Edgewater Casino. So right next door to the Aquarius, but they're having it there, not the Aquarius. So make sure that you uh, you take a look at that. You know, we got a lot of good information in here. Uh, the Laughlin Chamber rolls out a new website, which includes the Laughlin Tourism Commission and the Laughlin Visitor Center. So go and check that out. But um, just a really nice story by Kane on uh, all the things they have going on over there. Um, so check that out. Today is also our day for the entertainer. You see, see here we got a couple of things that that uh, we have Hukon and we have the uh, the new uh, escape room that Jeff and I went and checked out a couple weeks ago. So we got some video on our site about it. But um, it's called Driving You Bananas. You see that going bananas. Uh, it's right across from the new. Um, Dairy Queen, Jersey Mike's, Car Wash. Yeah, next to Domino's. And what's the, there's a Chinese restaurant or something China right Panda. there. China Panda. Right between those. Um, uh, tucked back in the in the little development there. The Wickersham development. Um, it's Juan Lizarraga and his wife Rosa. Uh, they've done a, uh, um, you need to read the story. It's all about how they came up with this idea how it's not a cookie cutter one like you see at other, uh, you can buy kits to build the these uh, escape rooms, but the kits are all the same. Or you can create your own. So Juan decided he was gonna create his own. It's pretty cool, we toured it not too long ago. It's something to go out and do. Uh, I think right now they're still open, what is it, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, or something like that. Right. Um, but uh, you can go to their Facebook page. It's called Driving You, not Y-O-U, just you, Bananas with a Z uh, on Facebook. So go check them out. We tried to get in there. They wouldn't let us in. They would not let us in because they were afraid that we would give away the secret. So and he let me go in there and walk around and take a look at it, but uh, no no video from it. But we do have video from the, from the interview there. And then the other big story here is Hukan. 
Uh, Hukan was bought a couple of years ago by the tribe, the Fort Mojave Mesa tribe, and um, they've done a bunch of work on it. I actually had a chance to go golf it a few weeks ago, and um, the green, the fairways, who I don't, I don't spend a whole lot of time in the fairways. I mostly spend my time off on the sides. And there, you're right in a neighborhood. So I spent a little time in, in people's yards, um, got to hang out with some of the locals on their patio, have a cocktail with them uh, while we search for my ball in their planter. Uh, but the greens, the fairways and the greens are uh, in great shape. So um, there's a nice story here. You can get memberships at Hukan. You can get a membership that is, uh, remember, they also own the Mojave Resort over there next to the Avi. So you can get a membership for both of them. Um, it's, uh, it's, a, it's in pretty good shape. It's good to see it. They also have a nice clubhouse there with food and all that. Get on out there and do some golfing. Do some golfing, especially, I mean, this is a perfect weather. Again, Wisconsin boy, you're not golfing in February in Wisconsin. Too no. cold. Yeah, you think it hurts when you hit a baseball when your hands are cold? Uh, hit a golf ball. You're not your golfing here in August either. Well, you have to get out there right at the crack of dawn, that's for sure. <laughs> okay, there's tricks. All right, before I forget, today we're doing Q&A at 4 o'clock. Uh, we're doing a live Q&A, so any of the stories that we talked about today, anything else that you've, uh, that you've been thinking about that you have some questions about, if it's vaccines, um, we're going to talk a significant amount of it about the economic development in town. Um, I had a chance to sit down with Toby Cotter a couple of days ago, and it turns out, and I'm just going to throw this out here, that one of the things that I told you last week on the Q&A about uh, Jimmy John's is about, no, no, about 80% correct. Okay. So... I mean, I, I was off by about close. I was off by about a hundred yards on their location, but um, we'll talk. I'll correct that tonight. Questions uh, and answers. We'll, uh, we're correct. Right. I will. Uh, I will correct that. We also have a bunch more information um, uh, leaving out of my meeting with with uh, City Manager Cotter. Uh, I was very impressed with all the things that are going on and that are coming up. So we'll talk about that tonight. Um, but get your questions together. You can put them in this video, in the comments section on this video, um, or just tune in and, and we'll discuss it then. Throw them up there live. Anything uh, come through that we need to deal with? Uh, we have one person that says they're moving here from New Mexico. Right on. Good. So welcome. Good. Welcome to town. And we crack a lot of people up. <laughs> well, I'm glad. Yeah, I mean, I'm, Jeff was saying we should record what happens in here before we go on air. Yeah. Um, I'm glad that we know there's a lot of chest beating and a lot of wake up kind of stuff. But um, let's just try and make it at least give the illusion of professionalism while we're doing this. I agree. All right, everyone. That's been the Daily Dose for today. Hopefully we'll see you at 4 o'clock this afternoon. Remember, the Daily Dose is brought to you by the Tri-State Radiology Center. Tri-State Radiology Center offers same or next day appointments, and they accept most insurances, including Medi-Cal. They have a wide-open MRI and offer digital x-rays with your reports ready in 24 hours. Call them today for an appointment at 928-460-7226. That's it. Thank you, everyone. I hope you have a great hump day, a great Wednesday, and we'll see you, we'll see you at 4 o'clock. If you're not available, we'll see you in the morning. Thursday, Thursday. Thursday, Thursday. Thursday. Thank you.